Welcome to our podcast. Here's Melissa, Laura, and Rob. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Cacao, you doing? So our cacao is ready. Who would like to bless the medicine today? Um, nice and warm. <laughs> it's really hot. Nice and super warm. I'll go ahead and do a quick blessing. Yes. So if you could, raise your cacao up. Hold it to your heart. Take a deep inhale. We want to thank this beautiful cacao. We'd like to thank Pachamama for giving us the abundance that she does of the fruits. We would like to thank the tribes that make this cacao, the people that purvey it, the people that distribute it, the people that enabled us to have it in our hands today. We thank you and honor you. We thank the beautiful spirit of cacao for opening up our hearts and allowing us to connect with ourselves, with others, with all that is around us, the stars, the moon, the sun, the beauty that is surrounding us. Thank you, Cacao, for allowing us to open our hearts to it. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Beautiful. Also thank you for those beautiful words. Yeah, thank you, Laura. We can also hear a little bit of... Hazel in the background contributing to the blessing. Oh, is she? <laughs> yeah, Hazel's our, our dog. Yes. And we can't do the podcast without her. She needs to be involved somehow. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So our our discussion today is going to be about purpose. Well, <laughs> I think Hazel's purpose is to be by my side constantly and not leave me alone. <laughs> that is true. That is her purpose. One of the many. <laughs> I'm not complaining about that purpose of hers at all. Yeah, purpose, purpose. We hear a lot as human, we are looking for purpose, for meaning. Mm-hmm. And and often, with a certain point in our life, we really ask, what is our life purpose? We ask many times, actually. I think there's different parts in our lives when we stop. We're like, what is actually my life purpose? I thought it was having this career, having this job. And then you ask again and again and mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And do you think that as you grow and as your life evolves, you think your purpose changes, evolves, unfolds in different ways? Maybe in different stages in your life, you play different roles and therefore you have a different purpose at points? I think it, it depends how what the definition of purpose, right? So... When you, when when we look at purpose in the, let's say, ma- micro language of coaching, spirituality has a certain meaning. Like life purpose is like your north star, so it's always there, since you're born to till you die, and it's always the same. It's very, in a sense, vague. Like uh, uh, the Dalai Lama said, the purpose of all human is to be happy and make others happy. So it's very vague and grandiose at the same time because it's like it may mean that you're destined to create what 
I mean, you can go to make other people happy by being, I don't know, the most famous comedian of the world or mm-hmm. a saint or, or just make your family happy. So mm-hmm. it's kind of this way, yeah, life purpose, it sounds more something like this. But we often think of a purpose as equal to a goal and the goal is, all, is just a milestone. So a milestone to make yourself happy can be having a certain job, a certain money, or at least that's what we're conditioned to think. And so we're still leaving our purpose, but like with this milestone. And so then when we reach that milestone, we're like, oh, so what's the purpose now? And without understanding that actually the life purpose is one, if you want this North Star, and there's different milestones. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because there are a lot of people that one day at their job look around themselves and go, what am I doing? What is my purpose here? And yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah. they got confused with their goal of, you know, putting money on the table or, you know, enjoying the work that they do, and maybe it just isn't their purpose. Yeah, well, I mean, I I can relate to that. I mean, the whole reason why, you know, I went to plant medicine was to find my purpose, um, to find myself truly, but. At the time, I didn't really know that I didn't know who I was. <laughs> so I, I just want, I just knew that there was more to life than what I had been doing. And I was like, there's got to be a reason that I'm here, right? And so that's all the, that was my main goal to take plant medicine when we first did that. And, um, you know, I have to say, like, one of the, the best things that has come out of taking plant medicine for myself is that overarching purpose. Uh, And I think that came with knowing who I am. Who are you? (laughs) Hi, my name is Laura. (laughs) Nice to meet you. I know you you pretty well. Yeah, no, I... It was, it, um, and it's been, you know, through the, the work that I've done, not only um, internally, you know, in my own self-reflection, but uh, throughout the years with working with plant medicine um, and working with these beautiful plant spirits that I've come to kind of peel back all the different layers of myself and, uh, un, you know, have that understanding of who I am and for me, that was the key to unlocking my, my purpose. Um, I always knew that, that there was uh, something out there for me, right? Um, but what that was, and, uh, you know, it took me some time to figure that out. And just like what Melissa was saying is, you know, for me, it, it is all about helping others. Um, but truly, our, our main purpose is to know ourselves, First. Sounds like you got that off a temple wall. <laughs> like, no, I just I made that shit up right <laughs> then and there. <laughs> that You're was, not no, the first. <laughs> that is definitely in the temple wall. <laughs> is it yeah, know think, thyself? I think yes. It was yeah. In, in one of the in, Greek. Mm-hmm. Delphi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was what? It was a library. When you first walked in, that was the first question you were supposed to answer. It's a big one. Well, it is. And, you know, often we find people, I, I, I can't tell you how many people have come through the doors that we've helped um, through the use of plant medicine as we were facilitating. And they asked, 
I don't know what my purpose in life is. I don't know why I'm here, and I'm here to find out. Mm-hmm. And every single time, you know, what mama does is take them back to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, she shows them who they are, and that gives them that doorway into their purpose. I think a, a lot of people that come out of those journeys have an understanding that their purpose somehow dovetails into connection mm-hmm. because that's who we are. You know, we, we are connected. So your, your purpose is not, you know, a solo journey. You know, mm-hmm. That's not how we live as people. Um, so I think that's a, an interesting observation I've had over the years of, of doing plant medicine. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and, and purpose is, you know, is a difficult thing to describe. We did an exercise on New Year's Day where um, I ultimately came up with a purpose I was able to write down. Certainly wasn't what I was thinking when I went into the exercise. And to be quite honest, you know, as Melissa said, it's kind of vague. You know, even though I put some words down on paper, they're just symbols scratched you know, with ink, and the purpose is much deeper and much more meaningful than, you know, anything you could ever put on paper. And, and I think, for me, my purpose evolves over time. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't really understand my purpose until after whatever is, a, is happening has occurred, and I reflect back and think, ah, oh, my purpose in this situation or that relationship was you know, for this particular thing to happen or this particular lesson to be learned. Um, so I'm ever-evolving, and, you know, for me, I'm, I'm searching for some purpose in that now. Our kids are getting older and going off to college and, you know, changing diapers and cleaning up toys and stuff like that is no longer my purpose. Mm-hmm. So was it your purpose or your role? Well, mm-hmm. that was my, my role as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's much purpose that goes into that, being responsible for, you know, raising a human being. Um, having children gives you lots of purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are lots of things that give me purpose that drive me. Um, you know, one of the interesting things I used to say to, to guests in ceremony is sometimes people are afraid to ask for help. You know, they don't want to raise their hand. They think they're bothering you. For me, I always felt that you know, someone reaching out or needing anything gave me purpose because that's what I was there for. And without them and that connection, you know, my purpose went unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's definitely a role that you play, but I find mm-hmm. within that role you can find purpose for doing the role that you need to perform at that time. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure how that dovetails into the bigger picture for mm-hmm. me personally. So I'm still looking for it. <laughs> so I see as like, let's bring a little bit of clarity in the, the each definition. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, as I said, so this is, we can call it a micro language. So within coaching or spirituality when we talk about life purpose with we mean certain things but if we go in the language english language in general purple purpose goal if you look in the dictionary it's like a goal is a purpose a purpose is a goal so there is 
or more of um, ambiguity there. Mm-hmm. But here we try to find clarity. So let's bring some clarity in all definitions. So life purpose sounds, it's more like this, like, um, as I said, I like to call it North Star, right? So it's this North Star that, but it's not an end destination. Like if you travel on Earth, you're never going to reach the North Star. But the North Star is there to help you travel throughout Earth, right? And so by knowing your North Star, then you know the role, you know, missions that are according to your North Star um, are like t- more temporary, as I said, mission, more temporary activity that you will do still living in your purpose. Mm-hmm. And then in those missions, you may have a role in within that mission, or also you may have goals or milestones. So maybe you, you said about responsibility, maybe be responsible is something that part of your purpose and that shows up in your life multiple times, once with raising kids, once with helping guests when during ceremonies and so on and so on. So there's like these layers and definitely to know your life purpose and North this North Star, you start by knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that also the diff, like I'll, I'll just bring out the dictionary, right? So you've got purpose as a noun, and according to the dictionary, it's the reason for which something is done or created and for which something exists. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the verb, right? Which is have as one's intention or objective, right? So, and I think when we, when people talk about purpose, they, they, Inter, they uh, interchange the noun with the verb and the verb with the noun, depending on their situation. But in our hearts, I feel like um, we also confuse it. Or in our hearts. In our, I, I feel like it, just in general, we, we confuse it with our language, with our words, uh, our intentions. Um, and that's when we get muddled up. Because we view the noun and the verb as the same thing. Mm. Um, when in fact, it actually is two different things. Right? Um, yeah, I would see many people like, my purpose was to have this job, to finish this university or whatever. And then mm-hmm. those were actually goals without a, a bigger purpose. And that's when, when you reach that goal, you feel um, empty in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not even satisfied for reaching that goal just empty at that point and by knowing yourself like the, the feeling of being on purpose is a feeling of being in the flow so there, I agree. there is some mm-hmm. exercise that you can do of thinking back or thinking even right now when do you when have you felt in the flow in your life or when do you feel in the flow and you can analyze what, where, what are the characteristics of the environment around you, of the people around you, and how you will feel, and so on and so on. To see some certain commonality, and from that, like, try to see what was the purpose. And somehow, whatever you will write down as a purpose will kind of resonate. You will feel the resonance. You will feel like joy coming out of you. And that mm-hmm. means that you are... You are in the good, I mean, you're finding what your purpose is. But as I said, it's something very vague in a sense. 
So it said, mm-hmm. like, can we, uh, the Dalai Lama says, so for anyone that is like, but I don't know what's my purpose, okay, you just just listen to the da- Dalai Lama. He said that the generic purpose of every human being is being happy and make others happy. Mm-hmm. So we all have this one. Mm-hmm. I will read the purpose that I created on New Year's Day. All right. To put on my old man glasses. <laughs> Hearing your uh, words from the Dalai Lama make me feel better about uh, my purpose here because it seemed a little bit uh, self-serving. But uh, so, self-reflection, my purpose is to live a life full of fun, happiness, love, and peace by holding true to my values and needs. Hmm. So, fun is one of the first things. So I'm a strong believer in having a good time. And that is, <laughs> that's your purpose. Yeah, your purpose, purpose is, is to have that. some fun. I yeah. think you're doing a good job with that then in yeah, your life. You so should be pretty I. fulfilled. Well, yeah. <laughs> but fun is right? fulfilling. I'm going to join the fun train with All Rob. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone wants to join that train and well, but I'm I'm you married know, to it. In a sense, <laughs> it's true that we also feel like so much fulfillment in helping others, mm-hmm. right? But when we put ourselves first and we're joy and full of life and aliveness, we are still contributing to the whole so much because mm-hmm. we're taking care of ourselves and we often forget about that. And that's actually where everything starts, any kind of work, mm-hmm. not only work on ourselves, but even helping others. First of all, you need to be like exuberant of life and so joyful so that just your presence you don't have to do anything mm-hmm. will bring that to others mm-hmm. yep. so I love your purpose Rob be, be present, <laughs> be here, be now and have fun it's a good purpose <laughs> I, I agree and it's good cacao too mm, thank you <laughs> yeah. and then there's also now that we talk about a little bit about purpose and yeah as I said I like this metaphor of the north star because it's like it's not a place to arrive right like this being you said to live a life full of fun you said fun happiness love and peace fun happiness love and peace that is something that you can see as showing up in your life as a mission something that you will take months maybe years decades to build according to this purpose maybe build i don't know an organization whatever but can also be every second in your life so right now are you living fulfilling that purpose so it's something that can as a north star tell you at each second are you living in your purpose and also like something that may create a long-term mission and also short-term goals so that's why knowing your purpose, it's important. And I think it's counterintuitive to how we th- we are conditioned of seeing life of always this long term. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, that we have to achieve something. And when we always have to achieve something, I think we all feel how we're always postponing something. Right, because we're looking at achieving this something later on. Yes, and it's always when I have... It's always the unachievable. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I have yeah. kids, when the kids will grow up, mm-hmm. when I have that job, when I have that money, and so on and so on, and then it's too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like the Dalai Lama said, if, if we just make it so much simpler than that and focus on ourselves and to make ourselves happy as our purpose, then I think that changes everything, right? That automatically takes us out of this striving to achieve something that may not ever be achievable mm-hmm. to I know I can make myself happy because I know different things that can make me happy, right? So that's so much more achievable. And when you can actually just achieve that one thing, it's almost as if everything else falls into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as I said at the beginning, it's, we we may also think or be conditioned and having a purpose is doing this huge thing like become the president of the United States, I don't know, or super famous, super rich. And while it can be just making the 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 cashier at the supermarket smile mm-hmm. because they're nice. Exactly. So, so like knowing this that in like it can also mean you become this extra super famous saint, I don't know, but and but it also just be makes someone else smile or yourself smile actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes it all more innocent, simple. Well, it's it's but, so important uh, because your attitude infects other people. I mean, I think we've all been in a room where someone walks in and they were just in an argument or a fight or their energy is just terrible and you can feel it. Um, well, exactly the ap- opposite happens when you feel good and you walk into a room with a real high vibration, you pick everybody up. Um, so being present and being happy and, and being fulfilled and grateful in the moment, you know, there's, there's, that is the goal. You know, there's a lot of things that we do in life in order to find that. And, you know, as my life has unfolded and I've had different roles and goals and, um, you know, different levels of success and failure. You know, that that purpose of mine has changed over time. And I find that today, you know, when there's something happening in my life and I have to make a decision, I think, what's going to bring me more peace? What is what is going to bring me more peace at this moment right now? Hmm. And, you know, just try to set aside the ego and not have to win some kind of, you know, mental victory and just get back to being happy and being peaceful. Um, that's something I didn't have when, when I was younger. Um, and I don't, don't know specifically what's changed it. I guess a lot of searching and seeking and trying to you know, understand how things work. But Well, um, maybe it was the, the fact that the purpose that you had set out for wasn't really your purpose. It was something dictated to you by society and your parents and almost told to you and it really didn't align with you until now where well, you actually are more in alignment with who you are. Yeah. I mean, the purpose that was laid out for me early on in my life was to become successful and by successful, the definition was according to the terms of society. Mm-hmm. And so I became a striver and an achiever and, and I achieved lots of stuff and I attained lots of goals and I, I had, some success, but 
none of that really brings peace or happiness. They're just things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting. You know, I had a friend of mine that I used to work with many years ago, and he climbed the corporate ladder, and he did very well professionally. And, you know, we, we went separate ways in our careers and still kept in touch. And one day I connected with him, and, and we were in the tech field, and, you know, he was working at an auto body shop. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing working at an auto body shop? He said, well, you know, I, I climbed that corporate ladder, and when I got to the top, I, I realized it was leaning against the wrong wall. <laughs> and, you know, he just didn't, you know, didn't like where he was. Mm-hmm. So hmm. he really liked cars, and he went and, and decided to do that because the goals and achievements that society had set out for him, you know, seemed meaningless at the end of the day when he wasn't doing anything that he, you know, that brought happiness to his life or, or any fulfillment for that matter. That's a beautiful story, and it's mm-hmm. a story of courage to step in in his truth and be who was truly, who was, was truly, he was truly, mm-hmm. <laughs> my grammar there. <laughs> and, and also like he was able to see that it was not that role, that character, that, that this, that purpose was not his, that it was like constructed by mm-hmm. society or his parents and so mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And it was, it sounds like a, a, a progress of exclusion. But in trying that, he was able to say, oh, no, actually, that's not that it. That doesn't align with me. Yeah, that doesn't make me happy and fulfill me and all the things. And I think that's where, you know, we all it, owe it to ourselves to, to do that self-reflection and say, am I happy? Am I doing what I need to be doing? And I think that's where our emotions are, our first indicator. Like, our emotions can tell us that immediately if we're not, for grumpy or for upset or angry or anxious or any of those things, um, we're probably not in the right, doing the right thing in our lives. When you, there's no joy, there's no peace and happiness. Not following the North Star. Yeah, you're not exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you find that North Star and you go for it. Um, you are going to be happy. Yes, there are, can be moments um, as you're trying to to reach that North Star that you might find. Um, you know, confusion and uh, maybe even some periods of doubt. But um, but I think overall, when you're headed towards that North Star, you're n- naturally more at peace. You just sort of have this knowing um, and, and joy in your life as you as you go f- go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think uh, that you know, for people who don't know what their purpose is. Um, look for your happiness. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, um, if you're lost and you can't find that North Star, um, you know, it's, it's really a matter of starting with yourself. Yes. Or www.integrateyou.com. Yes, integration, it could be very key. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really do believe that it's, you know, our emotions will guide us whether we are on the right track or not. Mm-hmm. And if we are on the right track, then keep going. And if you're not on the right track, then sometimes you could use help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely, as Laura said, like the f- first phase, anyway, it's 
knowing yourself. So there's a, it's a process of exploration and discovery. Mm -hmm. And in the exploration of discovery, discovery who you are, you're also going to find what's your purpose. Mm -hmm. And so that you can live under that North Star. And in this process of knowing yourself, there's lots of layers. So there will be some more challenging times mm -hmm. because things will like comes out and so on. But it's definitely, I would say, the only way to live a fulfilled life because otherwise you'll just stay in denial and you'll just be very unfulfilled and unconsciously, without unconsciously knowing why, because you put everything in the unconscious, then you will just fall into behaviors and patterns that are self-destructive. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's much better to have some challenging times but overall working towards the fulfillment mm -hmm. and the the joy the happiness what other like i want to share a couple of exercises that will help if anyone who listen wants to look for their purpose uh, i wasn't prepared for exercises <laughs> but <laughs> i would give like give me a heads up on this stuff what would you like to share as a tip as a tip Tip for what? To find your purpose. To find or to your... know yourself also. Yeah. Wow. A tip to find yourself or know your purpose. Wow. Um, <laughs> want, well, want me to go first? <laughs> if you want, if you got something burning to get out, you can. I'm just trying to no. kind of wrap my mind around what, what I do. Um, And, you know, it's a great question to ask me because I don't really know my purpose and obviously just did an exercise and came out with this beautiful sentence that really doesn't, you know, nail it. But, you know, getting out of your head, getting out of your mind, um, your, your mind is full of pre-programmed routines that you installed, society installed, your friends installed, your parents, family, religion, news, meet, whatever it is. If you can turn all of that stuff off and really reflect on the things that you enjoy in life, the things that you like to do, the things that make you happy, the things that bring you peace, that's going to give you, you know, more direction um, just starting out of the gate, you know, wandering around, asking yourself, what is my purpose, and seeing if you, you know, hopefully see it or spot it somewhere, um, you know, didn't work for me. Um, those moments of, of quiet contemplation and, and really self-reflection, even taking a moment to just write some stuff down, make a list. You know, what are the things that you really enjoy? And also make a list of things you don't. What do you do that doesn't resonate with you that you do anyways, that you feel like you have to do or obligated to do? Um, you know, kind of sorting through those, you know, basic foundation blocks will give you something to stand on that you can have a better vantage point on seeing that North Star. So that's mm -hmm. that's where I would start. Mm -hmm. That's where I am starting. Kind of standing on that block looking for the star. <laughs> I think that was really good. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so I go back to mine. I go back to the, what I uh, said previously, which is um, to to really pay attention to your emotions. 
mm-hmm. and how you're feeling and to check in with yourself and say, all right, you know, and be, for, be real with yourself and honest with yourself. Am I happy? Am I really enjoying what I'm doing? Whether it's your job or your, your partner in life or the direction things are going, it doesn't, you know, you'll know. All you got to do is ask yourself. You will know. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, by using that as your gauge, just, just to give you awareness of where, where are you starting this, you know, like where, where's your baseline? Is my baseline, oh, I'm pretty joyful. Or is my baseline, well, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy, but I really hate my job. Well, if you really hate your job, are you really all that happy? Because most people are spending you know, more than half their day at their job. So if you're miserable at your job, then you're miserable for more than half of your day, mm-hmm. every day. And so are you really truly happy at that point? So, or are you just telling yourself some kind of lie, you know, um, just to, you know, because of whatever you feel, like whatever your reasoning is, maybe it's because you, you make decent money and you're like, well, I put up with it because I make decent money. Or, oh, I put up with it because um, it means a lot to my family that I'm in this business because you know, I've heard of people doing that. Whatever the excuse is, it doesn't really matter. The, the end result is your happiness. And so if you can tune into that first... It's your first indicator of, am I in alignment? Do I, am I really doing something that brings me joy and peace and happiness? And if it's not, then it's time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Unless you don't want joy, peace, and happiness. Yeah. You know, maybe you well, want excitement and adventure. Or, you know, <laughs> misery. You know, yeah. Well, you go for yeah, misery. A lot of people vote for that <laughs> not, unconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> but... Sorry. I don't know if the excite, like, used excitement is like the counterbalance to joy, peace, and happiness. I'm like, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. I think it's misery. Yeah. Like, I, think it's more- I, I didn't mean it as a, you know, that joy, peace, and happiness, the only, you know, things people want to attain. Those were, those were mine. You know, maybe yeah. people want a sense of adventure. They're bored in life. They, yeah. you know. Well, yeah, want something more to do. Right, but that's like tuning in. So that's like their first thing is, are they getting that? Mm-hmm. You know, but just like with the exercise Melissa took us through during um, uh, New Year's where we actually wrote down our values, right? And what do we value? If, if someone values adventure in their life, mm-hmm. then, yeah, then their purpose should match that, mm-hmm. you know, if that is a true value of theirs. And if it's... And when they don't honor their values, that's when they're going to find that discomfort in their life that they'll, they'll find they aren't truly happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's that whole reflecting back on, all right, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. And is it in alignment with my values, which are in alignment with my purpose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or would be in alignment you with know, Something purpose. you said um, struck me, and, and it's that... Boy, trust your intuition. Trust your gut. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you subconsciously know where you want to be, and your mental processes sometimes cover that up, push it down, squirrel it away somewhere. But don't overthink it. You know, trust your intuition and trust your gut. What are your instincts saying? You know, they are they are part of your feedback system that you're supposed to pay attention to, and you know. 
really focusing in on those kinds of things can bring an amazing synchronicity into your life, which helps bring clarity. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are your pointers? <laughs> so I like, I love both of you because of your tips, because you definitely, as Rob said, you want to reflect on yourself and also go see what you like and go to a process of exclusion. We often, many of us, I think, we know more what we don't like than what we like, and that's a good starting point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's true, yeah. (laughs) And then definitely check with your emotions. Emotions can be, like, really good, like, signal that we receive from ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, like, does this make me happy or even does does this excite me or does this bring misery? Mm-hmm. Or like you can also observe yourself and see how much in denial you are because you keep distracting yourself from feeling that suffering of that kind of work, for example. Mm-hmm. And about job, I would like to to add this to, for our listeners. If you don't like your job, maybe doesn't mean that you need to change tomorrow. And that will this is stressing you out or freaking you out to look into yourself and like, no, if I look into myself, then I will have to change my relationship and my job and everything, maybe there is just small adjustments, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll discover you like your job. It's just like the overall atmosphere there. There's something that is not okay and you can bring you can bring it. And maybe it's just your attitude of not being present and, and being judgmental when talking with your colleagues. And mm-hmm. by changing that, then you change environment and you may discover that you, it's actually great. So mm-hmm, don't yeah. be afraid on going to that discovery because you may just find to, you may just find a way to improve what you already have. Different attitude can make wonders. I mean, you chose the job to begin with. So you, you had interest in it and there's a reason that you were there and we're excited about it. And you can find that and rekindle it. And un, like Melissa said, understand the things about it that, you don't like and see if you can change them. Yeah, and maybe you have been put too much into the job and not much more into other hobby and just like rebalancing your life. So there is all sort of discovery that you can find by look into yourself and analyze. And that doesn't mean that everything needs to be thrown out of the window <laughs> of what you've done so far. So I encourage you to look into that. And so I, I like to exercise to find a purpose. So one would be a meditation. And the meditation is about, I'm not going to guide the meditation now, but if any of our listeners will like it, I, we can record one mm-hmm. for sure. But it would be a meditation about, um, so guiding through you seeing yourself at the end of your life mm-hmm. and then looking back instead of waiting to be at the end of your life and looking back and said, oh, I screw up this way or this way I regret all that so let's do it before <laughs> let's, quit. let's do this meditation now and looking back and see oh like I would definitely regret like I'm an example for me I would definitely regret not spending more time with my family mm-hmm. so that's something so it's like okay so I need to find this way now to spend more time more time with my family now before it's too late, right? Mm-hmm. But this exercise will really help you to see that in that perspective already at the end. It's like, oh, you can also like add to the meditation of like how you would see your funeral. What would you like the people to say about you? Mm-hmm. And so that will help you see also 
What is the value that you want to portray and leave? You can also write your own eulogy, which is an interesting exercise. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good exercise. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, if, oh, well. if you're doing reflection, I mean, I guess you, know, so. you know, make yourself out to be the person that you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and then, and then live towards that purpose mm-hmm. or goal. Sorry. Purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Vision, in a sense. It's a vision vision of all of you in your life that is in alignment with values and purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the other exercise, um, it's just reflecting and thinking, let's say you have uh, all the money you want. Like you won the lottery. You you don't have to worry about that at all. So what are you going to do with all this money? Mm -hmm. You know, because there's a lot of choice that comes from survival mode that we don't realize. So yeah. I have a question for you. The, you asked what you would do with all this money. Um, there's also the, the money provides freedom for you mm-hmm. to do whatever you want. You know, if it wasn't monetary, what would you do with the freedom that not having to worry about money would do? Yeah, for sure. You can also put it in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. In a sense, if all your basic needs are taken are care of and you can ask for more or like you have, uh, oh, you have, you have the genie of the lamp, Aladdin, <laughs> and you have the lamp and there's more than just three wishes. So you don't have to think of, oh, just three. Like, <laughs> you have unlimited yeah. wishes, which is actually the original story is it's unlimited wishes. I guess for the movie version, it was just easier to make three. (laughs) That's our manifesting podcast we'll have to record. Yes, I was just thinking that same thing, literally. Oh, we'll do it next time. Yeah. So So. so that will just, you start, that will really help you to reflect on what you really want when you, Mm -hmm. there is no survival mode, those needs are taken care and you can get what you want, Mm -hmm. you will find an answer. Yeah. Connection. <laughs> It'll be somewhere in there. Oh, yes. I got to re- reword my purpose to get that word in my sentence. <laughs> Just add it on. Yeah. Fun, connection, happiness, and love, and peace. <laughs> Thank you. You're well, welcome. I think love already includes connection, but... Yes, yes, can... you, you are correct. Yeah, and, and happiness doesn't come, out, come without connection. Mm-hmm. You are my happiness, baby. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> um, I, I guess I ended it there. Yes, Sorry. and we finished our cacao. Yes. At least I do. And so yeah, I'm pretty I did. Much done. And so that's the rule when we fin- one of us finished the cacao, the and podcast that's it. is over. That's all she wrote, people. So <laughs> thank you so much for listening let us know what you think about it Mm -hmm. if you liked our tips if you want to add anything more if you like for us to record any meditation about it and thank you yeah sip sip clink (laughs) sip sip clink